Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Seawall delivers. In there, got him looking, ball game. Paul Seawall closes it out, and the Arizona Diamondbacks here on the road at Citizens Bank Park have forced game seven. This is Dirt and Sprague. Blitz off the edge, Cousins throws, and it's taken away by Addison for the touchdown. He and Charvarius Ward fighting for the ball, and this time Addison takes it for the score. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Spray. One ball, two strikes, two out pitch to Tucker. On the ground to second, should do it. Simeon throws to first, and the Texas Rangers. 90 wins in the regular season fly cross country, and their journey will bring them to the World Series for the first time since 2011. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. All right, 602 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's sports leader. 1080, The Fan. Happy Tuesday, everybody. What is happening? Oh, hello. Hello. What did, I right? mi- what did I miss yesterday? What did I miss? Oh, I just don't want you to get me sick. I know. It's always that fine balance of feeling guilty about not being here and not wanting to get people sick. I haven't gotten the wife sick yet, mm. knock on wood, so hopefully you're in the clear. You still sound a little sick. I know you may not feel that way. You still yeah, sound, you sound a little like backed it. up. Yeah. yeah, we're a little backed up. We're a little plugged up. The I uh, got some pipelines that are not flowing at proper speed right now. How did this happen? The wife's not sick. You're sick. How did this happen? Whose house did you go to? You know how stupid I am? Mm. This is how stupid I am. You know when you're playing golf and you get to like the 14th hole and you think to yourself either as you're finishing a hole or teeing off on a hole like, hey, I haven't lost a golf ball yet. Okay. And you just know the science and math and fact behind that is in the next three holes, you're going to chunk a ball into the water. It's gone. You're going to blow a tee shot out of bounds. Like, it's just, it's gone. <laughs> yep. The second that thought pops into your head, you're losing that golf ball. I don't know why, how, or what made me think this last week. I legitimately was sitting at my house one day after the show last week, and I thought to myself, I haven't been sick in a really long time. Oh, nice timing. And I and then on Friday night it started and I'm like oh god where it's like my throat was so dry that I like felt like I had to cough all night and I was like I'm not going to Eugene tomorrow but I'll set my alarm whatever I woke up Saturday and I felt fine I had no issues I'm like all right maybe it was just a weird night I'll be okay 
and then probably spending four hours in misty, rainy weather outside of Autzen Stadium didn't help on Saturday morning. Ah, I did not stay for the game. I left immediately after the postgame show, and I made it home exactly in time for kickoff. So Perfect. it was timed perfectly. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm just going to lay on the couch. We'll just rest up. We'll be okay. And by the time I went to bed Saturday night, I'm like, oh, I'm in some trouble here. <laughs> this is not going well. Yeah, it was the doing the pregame show. It probably was. It did not help, no. Although if you were going to get sick. I think it maybe exacerbated it probably happened anyway. It just yeah. it, it, it expedited the situation. Yeah. It sped up the process yeah. a little bit. Sunday, yeah. I I couldn't move on Sunday. I literally, I laid down for like 12 hours, which I usually do on Sundays, but it's more of like a leisurely lay down and watch football. This was a lay down because I can't move on Sunday. Like a half, one eye open, one eye closed. Yes. I'm not feeling great. I don't know what's happening, but I kind of do know what's happening. It was the only benefit of having it be that Sunday that I was sick because I lost literally every bet that I placed. And I was eliminated <laughs> from my own survivor pool. Yeah! <laughs> by the Buffalo Bills. I had to watch Mac Jones do his stupid dance in the end zone. How many are left? from that thing there's only six left after this weekend oh man the bills were the big pick and then three people were on the 49ers last night oh who do the other people have seahawks that was the only other cardinals so we were down Mm. only six people in their survivor pool so i was like wait i was in and out of like sleeping all afternoon and I'd wake up, and then I'd have texts of people being like, oh, no, oh, no. And I'd look. I'd be like, I don't even know what the score is. And then I'd fall back asleep. <laughs> and I woke up just in time to watch the final, like, three minutes of the Bills-Patriots game, <laughs> which brought me immediate joy of, wow, they're actually going to do this. They have a lead with two minutes to go. And then they blew the lead and lost. And bye-bye, Survivor. Play. All right. How about those couple days for Andy so, Dirk Johnson? We had, a, we had a great time. Yesterday was All an right. awesome day of not doing anything. Well, the best thing is... It's Tuesday. What does Tuesday mean, Sprague? Tuesday means we've moved on from Oregon, Washington State. We're not ready for Oregon, Utah. It's no. NBA tip-off day. Yeah. Welcome in. Giannis getting his bag. Oh, the frozen frenzy tonight. We got every team in the NHL playing a game. Now we're talking. How pissed is the NBA that the Nuggets won the title? They have to include them in their opening night game. They didn't even include the Nuggets <laughs> no. in the graphic. No, they didn't. Did you see that? They did the swag. They did the advertising graphic of the game, of the two games, and there are four players on it. But not one of them is a Denver Nugget. Not one. Or a guy who's won multiple MVPs and just won an NBA championship. Exactly. Well, they was, want nothing. He, he probably didn't want to do the shoot. He was he probably was... scouting horses yeah. when they were doing the photo shoot. Hey, we need you for a photo think, shoot. Was it even a photo shoot? I thought it was no. just screen grabs of last year. Yeah, oh, but he probably know. like you know so didn't respond it, in time. Is it both? Uh... Uh, AD and LeBron were like two Lakers, and then you had Steph, and then you had. I have to go. Who's the son? Is it? I go find it. I think it was. Is it KD or Booker? It might have been KD because it's uh, Golden State Phoenix, right? Yeah, Golden State Phoenix in the nightcap. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's Booker or uh, KD, Steph. LeBron. So it was KD, LeBron, Steph, and Tatum. (laughs) Tatum. Tatum doing in there? They're not on. (laughs) That's why people were laughing. They're like, you know they're playing the Nuggets, not the Celtics, right? Because all the Lakers have talked about is playing the Nuggets, playing the Nuggets, playing the Nuggets. This is the one team they're like, please, God, don't let the Nuggets win another championship. Oh, I, uh, I hate the Blazers to. stick, I want Jokic to go nuts. I did. I, I enjoyed yesterday on the internet. Let me tell you why. Yesterday I got home roughly around 930. I uh, I redid my entire front yard this summer. I mean, I have I ripped the grass out. I've it was just a pile of dirt, and I've added cement. 
Yesterday, I had one of these local rock companies do some drop-off for me. Mm-hmm. And the guy that delivered is a P1, actually. Shout out to him. Shout out to the rock guy. Really nice guy. And uh, I finished my front yard yesterday. It took me 10 hours. I, I worked on this thing. I did not stop. It was 10 hours straight. Maybe not 10. Maybe it was 8. But I worked a long time. I finished my front yard. And uh, I, I, I thought to myself, I started chuckling at the end. I go, I'm probably doing a solo show tomorrow because he's sick, and that'd be natural to miss another day. I should probably go show prep. And I'm show prepping, and I write on my show sheet last week, and I still had it on yesterday. <laughs> 6.30. Dirty pole. Dirty pole. So I started writing my own dirty pole. Ooh, we have corresponding Ooh. top tens. In the chances that Dirt wasn't going to be able to make it, I couldn't backtrack. I had yeah. the dirty pole already written in there. <laughs> so I hope you're ready to do the dirty pole today. I'm ready, baby. I got my top ten. Okay. Well, so, well it's right. kind of appropriate because after, I believe after this weekend's games, we get the first yes, November. committee yep. poll. Yep. I Are think you- it's next Thursday. They're doing or it on Tuesday. Thursday. It's usually Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's, one, it's a, it's a tea day, but... Uh, Week from today, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right on that. When you get the first one. Did you punish the Washington Huskies for not scoring an offensive touchdown against the worst team in the conference? Uh, I did not. You did not, okay. No, I did not. Okay, you're not a reactionary voter, Did then. you punish Oklahoma for barely beating <laughs> UCF, who has been awful in the Big 12 so far, no, and they I'm were just, at home? I'm just asking questions, okay, man. Okay, we'll see what your dirty poll is, because to... Oklahoma doesn't get punished. Why should Washington get punished? Well, they scored an offensive touchdown. I mean, does and that... UCF is definitely better than Arizona State. Definitely? Definitely. Do we know that? I'm, yeah, yeah. Swag? I'm going to go out on that list. What would the UCF-Arizona State line be? Minus UCF seven and minus a half. two? Where's the game being played? Neutral site. <laughs> uh, probably Golden Knights minus four and a half. Okay. Has four Central Florida beaten a Power 5 program this year? Yes, they have. Okay, then that immediately vaults them into contention of being better than I don't Arizona know what we're State. arguing right now. Washington <laughs> won the game. Yeah, That's all that matters. I didn't get to talk about that yesterday, and I really wanted to talk about that, Did man. you? I was sitting in my house all day thinking I could have made fun of Washington for not scoring an offensive touchdown against the worst team in the conference. You know that I like to check the old Reddit, the Reddits for the uh, message hey, board. You yeah. should be Bottom. rooting for those Huskies to stay undefeated That's if a very you want point. your Ducks to have a shot at the college football playoff. Why do we need them to be undefeated? Because, well, if to Oregon get in wins the playoff, out, they're in. If Oregon wins out, they're in. They don't need Washington to be undefeated. Are they? Because right now, Washington's fifth. There's there, it's just like four or five teams. Yeah. What if they all do the same thing? And Washington loses a game? That doesn't hurt Oregon in any way, shape, or form. But if, I'm saying if in this scenario that we currently have, Florida State, Georgia, Michigan, uh, who is the uh, Oklahoma, and Oregon, all five went out, Oregon's not making it. I disagree. Who would get bumped out of the playoffs? Somebody that would have to get bumped out of the playoffs. <laughs> I like that you say that like you're a kid talking about your toys. Somebody's like, going to get bumped. This army man's going to win, and this one's gone. <laughs> it's not my job to figure that out, okay? I just know my team will be in there. That's okay. how this works, all, all right? right? Michigan's cheating, so they're immediately kicked out. They're yeah. no longer a viable playoff contender. I mean, 49 NCAA, to nothing. NCAA is going to drop a hammer on them. They're not going to allow them to compete. They're going to be number one in the first committee <laughs> Yeah, poll. they probably hope, should be. I hope everybody's ready for that. How many rank wins do they have? Are we just not going to keep Their doing schedule's that? schedule's awful. I mean, just beat somebody anybody play anybody put put the michigan shoe take the michigan shoe off let's mr rogers this thing okay, okay. i'll do this for the youtube audience let's take off your <laughs> oregon shoe all right we just got into our house we're gonna put okay. our michigan shoe on now i like this and i want you to tell me now with that same fandom you just had on the previous shoe 
if you're having that argument, if you're a pro Michigan guy, because I don't think you are. I think you're saying this defense looks amazing. I would. McCarthy's s- in the Heisman front runner sure. spot right now, dude. Michigan's a legit national title contender. Nobody disagrees with that. And eventually, this will take care of itself. If they beat Penn State and they beat Ohio State, although I'm not really sure what to make over a win. How is Penn State against Penn win State? That game? Right. I I don't see it happening. <laughs> but you know, hey, I digress. Right. Yeah. When they win those two games. They will they will deserve to be ranked inside the top four. Mm. As of now, if you told me that was Oregon's schedule, I would have no problem with that. Mm. Knowing that eventually it will take care of itself. If you went out, you're in if you're Michigan. But right now, them being ranked ahead of teams who have, some of them, multiple top ten wins is a, a hair ridiculous. It's a reputation thing, I think. Which is dumb. Make, ranking them ahead of Ohio State. I know they beat Ohio State in the regular season the last two years. is ridiculously dumb. we got a sneak peek at the dirty pole, don't we? Like, you just Look can't that. do that. Ohio State has two wins over teams that are ranked in the top 15. I tell you what. One of them on the road. I'm going to carve out. we got Max Chadwick at 730 today, PFF yeah. college football guy. I'm going to carve out a few minutes. I will allow you the floor to talk about your guys' best uh, win of the year this past weekend because <laughs> you didn't have one prior to this win. No, we got a win over a, a team with a winning record. Tech lost their quarterback. Yeah. They're in a dumpster fall. Yeah, Colorado sucks. sucks. Stanford's awful. Hawaii, I don't even uh, – Hawaii. what's Hawaii doing right one now? One of the best passing attacks in the nation. And Portland bitch. State, I don't think, is at the top of the Big Sky standings <laughs> right now. They could be. You have no clue. You have no clue. don't have any clue at they all. They very well could be ranked atop the Big Sky. Well, you bet that they are or not. <laughs> I think they're ranked in the FCS rankings. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I don't think they are. That 91-7 to win over a fake college showed me all that I needed to know about how good that opponent is. I, it's good to have you back because <laughs> nobody else I could laugh with about how Michigan's strength of schedule sucks and Oregon just got their best win of the year against an unranked Washington State team. Dude, I was truly depressed yesterday. Like, miss if I were to miss a show in football season, missing like a Wednesday, it's like, whatever, dude. It's a Wednesday. I love Football Mondays. Yeah. That's easily my favorite show. With, I, I'm not a big preview guy because eventually you're just like, you want to throw your hands up and say. Because you look wrong. You nobody look wrong. knows what the hell nobody. is going to happen. Yeah. And I feel like an idiot, but we have to predict games every single I got weekend. a segment on this actually today. <laughs> it's funny you say it just like that. I literally wrote on my show sheet, nobody knows what the hell's happening. No, nobody has any clue, especially in the NFL right now. And so Mondays are great because you get to watch and then come in to react to what happened. And it was a crazy weekend. Houston should have beaten Texas. Yeah, they got robbed you on in Oklahoma, like Oklahoma, oh. if a two-point conversion changes, they lose. How yeah. much does that change the race? Washington didn't score an offensive touchdown against Arizona State. Imagine if your reaction if I tell you that on Friday. I wouldn't have believed you. Not going to score an offensive touchdown. Yeah, Arizona State's terrible. There's there's some there's some chatter <laughs> brewing online. Was it cramping from Penix? Or no, I think something it's a, else. I think it's a rib injury. I, that's a pretty yeah. massive thing to be having. And I'd also be saying, not that they're going to do it, if that's a rib injury and it's more serious than they're letting on, like, why is he going to play against Stanford? Yeah, this is one you feel like, well, this is the tough part with them is they can't really run. The, they ran the ball for less than 20 yards in that game. If you can't beat Stanford without <laughs> one player, you probably shouldn't be in the playoff anyway. Or, well, I think right now, if they only lose one game, they'd still be in the Pac-12 title game. I think, oh, they, yeah. I think they actually locked that up this week. Well, USC only has one loss still in conference. So, and USC and Washington play head to head. So that would be a. No, I'm weird... saying if they only lose one game, they're in because they own the tiebreaker against Oregon. Oh, okay. 
Uh, I guess that makes sense. We yeah. would have the tiebreaker against USC at that point because they'd have got through the season with only well, one. Well, USC loss. and Oregon would play each other the yeah. next week anyway. So even right. if they beat Washington, the loser of the USC-Oregon game would be eliminated. Well, it's good to have you back. I know you're not a 100%, but it's good to have you at maybe 78%. I'm pumped full of Tylenol and coffee, man. Let's okay. do this thing. All right. I can't wait. High dirt. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to get to. Max Chadwick at 730. Uh, let's start. My happiness. It knows no bounds. That's next. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I mentioned I got my uh, my yard work done. By the way, YouTube.com backslash 1080thefan. Watch us there. And uh, I get done, and I, I go inside, I take a shower, and I'm settling down, I'm doing some show sheet stuff, reading some stuff, and I turn sports on, and we'll get to my football team, who lost yesterday on Monday Night Football, it's always fun to watch your team lose to the Browns and the Vikings, <laughs> and it's kind of falls in line with my segment in the NFL anyway, but I, I, I'm turning from that game during commercial break, and I go to another channel, and I remember something you had said a couple weeks ago, Dirt. And it just popped into my head right in the moment. And I'm watching this game, and I hear you say, can, can we move on? Is it over now? And the Houston Astros grounded out and lost to the Rangers last night in Game 7. And I went, yeah! Let's go! My wife goes, who won? And I said, not the cheating bastards. And I'm here to tell you, I didn't know I felt this way. Uh-huh. I ain't moving on. I'm never moving on. I will probably die just looking at that team as forever cheaters. I don't care who's there, who's not there. Okay. Trash can, no trash can. Buzzers, no buzzers. I hate that team. I hate that team with a vengeance, and I will root every time that they lose. That was sweet, sweet glory watching the Rangers win that game in blowout fashion. That was partially why my the World Series championship I got to celebrate with my Bravos in 2021 felt so good was because they did the same thing to Houston in Houston to win the World Series. Mm-hmm. So going back to a comment you made a few weeks ago, no. No, I have not moved on. I hate that team. I will always hate watch that team. And I'm happy as hell that they lost in seven games and got blown the hell out at home. 
Dude, that's a totally normal reaction. And I have, like, I understand that people will always hate the Astros. I was rooting for the Rangers yesterday as well. I don't root for the Houston Astros. My only thing was, can we just stop acting like the only reason they're winning is because they're cheating? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that's not true. Maybe your team should cheat harder because they haven't been to seven straight NLCSs and they lose in the first round all the time. They only got one trophy out of it, so the Braves <laughs> did that in the 90s. Uh, they got two. Well, the Astros One of them two. doesn't count. Uh, one of them doesn't count. Okay, that was the okay. cheating that, one. Okay, the that non-cheating one. Non-cheating one counts, but that one doesn't count. Right. Got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. So all the other chips to the ALCSs don't count either. I mean, what's the point? <laughs> I tell you this as a Braves fan, it doesn't really make you feel better when your team gets to the Final Four and almost never wins it. Yeah, look, I just have a I have an incredible amount of respect for what they've built, and I know that sounds blasphemous to a lot of people, but I would give crazy amount of things to watch my baseball team go to the NLCS seven consecutive years. Even if I told you you are the universal hated team yeah. in the sport? Yeah. I rooted for Barry Bonds. How do you think Barry Bonds was viewed in Major League Baseball when he was at the peak of his powers? I he was public enemy number one uh, by the media. May I don't does think that fans felt an that expert way. on cheating. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. I've been through this. My te- I, my best player cheated. Who's your college football team? <laughs> sure, I mean, hey, they had dead, they had a dead guy on a roster. Like I know everything I, about cheating. I don't. I, I'm trying to remember because I I rooted for Barry Bonds to win the World Series in 02. I I wasn't a Giant fan, but I actually felt pretty sad when they lost that game. Well, maybe you're anti monkey. Uh, maybe, maybe the rally monkey. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The rally monkey. It pissed uh, me off too. But I, I never felt like they were the villains in baseball. I know. I, and yeah, he got booed when he went city to city, but that's great. Players get booed. Steroid, no steroid. Great players get booed. <laughs> I didn't feel like your team was this. This is a different level of hatred. Sure. I, and I totally get it. I, I was again with everybody rooting for the Rangers, uh, last night. And I, I enjoyed watching the Astros lose. I actually bet on the Rangers. Cause I heard the stat that Bochi had never lost a game seven, never lost a and game. Dusty seven. Baker had never won a game seven, <laughs> yeah. which is like, how was that? Possible? You've experienced both of those. I have no clue how that <laughs> That's possible because he's been in baseball for 8,000 years, but he's never won a game seven. So I was right there with everybody rooting for the Rangers. My my argument was not about you can't root against them. It's just about, like, I, I've just moved on from the analogy of they're cheating every year and the only reason they're good is because they're cheating. If you want to keep doing that and and sell them short, go for it. But I if I want my organization to look at what Houston's doing and say, how are they doing that? Because I genuinely believe they're the best-run organization in Major League Baseball right now. And and whatever they're doing is clearly working because that's an incredible amount of consistency. Well, they've they've hidden the buzzers better, I've heard. Uh, the buzz isn't as loud. It's not as much static that picks up on the radio waves. I, just little things that I've heard yeah. on the internet, you know? The garbage cans are smaller than they used to be. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're those little ones that are next to the toilet. Oh, the mini ones? Ding, 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 yeah. <laughs> Curveball coming. Or they were still able to get a bean baller back so he could come in and pitch. And what did he do? He hit a Dude, guy. That again. was absolute horse ass that he got tossed and suspended. That was such a BS call. You're raining on my parade today. I really thought you would be here celebrating with me that they lost that game. And they, I mean, it was embarrassing. It was hilarious. They flat Dude. out didn't show up. They got no. their asses handed to them. It was over in the first inning. It's one of the worst game sevens I can ever remember. That was a terrible baseball game. If I'm not mistaken, I don't believe they won a game at home this playoffs. They did not. Well, I don't they? know about all the playoffs. In this series, they did. I know. They got one against the Twins. 
wins. Oh, did they? I think so. Oh, okay. They became, this is the only the second time in baseball history that a series has seen the road team win every game in the entire series. Yeah. And yeah. the only other team that played that series was the Houston Astros, which is the most ironic part about the cheating Was that scandal. the Dodger thing? No, it was the, the Nationals, Nationals, Nationals in the World Series. series. Right. When they were still cheating, they lost every game at home and won every game on the road. Doesn't that make that even sweeter? Yeah, it also kind of pokes some holes in the fact that they were cheating to win just a little bit. Well, they got lucky on the road is what that is. <laughs> oh, okay. You couldn't cheat well enough at home. Oh, okay, God. Is. They needed well, to cheat All of Major more, League Baseball harder. is in the stadium for the World Series. Also, like, oh, okay, oh they got yeah, to got another to. ALCS. Good job. You beat the Twins. I wish everybody could play the Twins. Notorious <laughs> choke artists in the playoffs, those Twins. <laughs> they ended the losing streak this year. Oh, they won a game. It's so cute. <laughs> I'm How so about glad the baby snakes. That? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I couldn't have been more wrong on that game. <laughs> yeah, the Diamondbacks are going to a Game 7. Speaking of Game yeah. 7 oddities, the Phillies have never played a Game 7. Ever? I saw that sign. It, it blew my yeah, mind. They're it, one of like four teams in the history minute. of baseball that have never played a Game 7. In an LCS? In any series. Any, se- any seven-game well, series, they've never played a Game 7. LCS you know, and World Series are the only series that go seven games. Child, uh, Well, I didn't know how it was back in the day. Childhood Sprague would actually respond to this and go, I've always been under the assumption that the Carter walk-off in the World Series against the Phillies was a Game 7. No. Game six. Game six. Wow. That kind of ruins the moment for me a little bit. It's taking it down a notch. There are five teams that have never played in a game seven. The Colorado Rockies, established in 1993. (laughs) Yeah. The Seattle Mariners. Well. Because, you know. We know. Yeah. San Diego Padres, 1969 establishment. Nice. Nice. The Chicago White Sox. Now, they technically played a Game 7 in the 1919 World Series. Ah. But that was a nine-game series. So I, uh, They used to do best of nine? They used to yeah. do best of nine, yeah. And <laughs> that was the World back to it. World Series. They really? Did. We should yes. go back to the best of nine? No. Yes. No, we need to go the other direction. Well, I won five four. Regular Shorter season. and sense of urgency, and is then what we need. longer playoff series. So <laughs> no. you have to go through your entire starting rotation. And the I, Philadelphia Phillies, established in 1883, they've never played a game. Seven. I hate a lot of teams in sports. I just yesterday watching them lose and lose in that way. It yes, it hit me in a way. I was like, oh man, I want to see Adolis Garcia bat flip. See, here's every the thing. You know when you time. see the uh, the 55-year-old lady at church and her arms are up and she's just moving? Like, that's me when the Astros are losing <laughs> in the playoffs at this point. I'm just like, yes! <laughs> Bastards. You've now backed me into a corner where I feel like I have to defend the Houston Astros, Why? which is really uncomfortable. Why can't you just jump into the pool because with me? I hate Dad's th- going to be home in 10 minutes. Don't do it. This group, Get in! This group thing stuff drives me nuts sometimes. What do you mean group like, thing? Jordan texted in, steroids aren't the same. Every player in the 90s and 2000s was doing steroids. They were the only team who conspired to steal from the rest of the league. Like, if you genuinely believe that, I got some beachfront property in Arizona that I would like to sell you. How cheap? What's the interest rate? Like, you genuinely think that the—you genuinely believe that the Houston Astros were the only team that did anything to steal signs over the last 10 years in Major League Baseball— they were the only team that used videos, that used cameras, that used iPads. We don't remember the Yankees getting dug up into this. We don't remember the Red Sox getting dug up into this. We don't remember former Dodger players coming out and saying, "Yeah, we kind of did the same thing." We we're just gonna just gloss over all of that like it never happened. No, maybe I don't they would have been punished. About. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I have yeah, no sure. idea what you're yeah, talking about. That's right. Let's maybe they should have been punished. Let's just move on. Maybe a punishment would have <laughs> not led America to feel this way. <laughs> so Michigan should be banned from playing the rest of the season, then, right? 
That's not the same thing at all. It's quite literally the same thing. It's, They're stealing signs. No. It's quite literally the yeah. same thing. It sounds like it might be. It's literally yeah. they are illegally putting somebody yeah. in the stadium to film the opposing sideline to steal the, the signs. Harbaugh didn't know. The rest of the Big Ten is about ready know. to bury Michigan. Yeah, I mean, signs, no signs. Michigan State would have scored a touchdown at all. <laughs> literally, didn't know. Literally I mean. the same thing. Yeah. They found a Venmo transaction of a GA that they paid to go to the Georgia-Ohio State game. Okay. They paid him on Venmo. Yeah. With the, with the acronym GA. Uh, so my response to that would be, so when the Big Ten gets a hold of all this hardcore evidence that they cheated the same way the Astros cheated, are they just going to come out and slap Harbaugh on the wrist and say, no suspension, you're fine to coach? Hey, that you're totally valid in that, arguing. You that's, know, a fully, like, that's a completely fair argument. But that's the argument. Like You're playing the devil's advocate to this thing, and I hear what you're saying. They didn't get in trouble for it. Yeah. That's why people hate the them. Players that's didn't. why people celebrate this. Yeah. Well, what did the organization do? I mean, they're they, they, they got a, a seven-figure I mean, fine, if oh, I remember correctly. Oh, it's so devastating. I got to pay a million dollars. Let me get it out of my back safe in my office. I went to find Mattress Mac, I think. I mean, seriously, help come out. on. I mean, the GM show. did get fired. I believe oh, the manager got bum fired. GM. The, the manager sucks. People lost AJ their jobs. Hinch. What are they doing? What are they doing post-Astros? Isn't uh, Hinch the one manager, manager of the Tigers? Yeah, yeah. How the Tigers look this year? Take your buzzers to Detroit with you, AJ. You didn't, did you? Look, I was right there. I with hate you. this team, and it's so glorious when they lose, and I'm so disappointed in you. Sick has made you weaker. I don't understand what this is. I hope your team gets caught in a cheating scandal. I genuinely hope this happens. Well, we'll be cheating. We'll be trying. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, it's not my team. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully we don't get punished for it when we get caught. <laughs> As somebody who's rooted for a lot of cheaters in their life, I don't like making fun of cheaters. I hate this. I, I don't like this version of you. You defending This is like cheaters. Oregon State fan acting like they wouldn't want to cheat in recruiting to get five-star recruits. Nah, we're, we're, we're built, uh, yeah, not bought. That's right. Come on. Give me two stars. stars. That's right. I wouldn't want to play in a Rose Bowl. I'm going to eat my sandwich on the high beam. That's what we do. That's all we do, lunch pail you. How's that working for you? Well, you know, I'm nervous as hell, but we're not going to win Saturday. <laughs> we'll get to the big story today. I'm a wreck. No, let's not talk about that <laughs> Let's story. talk about that. The Pac-2 Maybe future. Maybe if you would have cheated in recruiting, you wouldn't be there. Gloria now on the show. Ah, <sighs> damn it. I still hate the Houston Astros. That's fair. I do, too. That's I will okay. always hate the Houston Astros. That was fun. Good for the Rangers. I hope they win it. I'm so rooting for the Rangers. has a valid one because they beat his team in the World Series. Yes. Well, I mean, you can thank me and my team for beating them in the World Series. Probably felt good, America. Watching I the did. Everybody rooted for the Atlanta Braves in that series. Let's get to the dirty poll. I'm sure <laughs> I'm going to hate this, too. You just pissed me off today. I'm still happy they lost. Can't take it out of me. Dirty poll is next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Uh, nobody knows what the hell's happening. Get to that coming up. I got audio right up Dirt's alley. 
Actually, right up both our alleys. But it's a valid point as well. Uh, thanks for all the support on the anti-Astros rhetoric. <laughs> I love it. We should all just hate them together. And Dirt's over here just trying to wave his Astros flag loud and proud. I think part of me feels a bit of a kindred spirit to them because of the way that post-career Barry Bonds has been treated. What team of yours is, like, cheat? You, you you act like you're rooting for all these cheating teams. Who? Who are they? Why do you feel this need to defend cheaters so harsh? Well, it's not even that. It's just simply that, like, the way that Bonds has been treated post-career is something that's a, it's a real bothersome thing for me because of what he meant to Major League Baseball. And I feel like we look back on that era, not all of us, but some of us do. Okay. As if he was, because he was the best, the only one that cheated. Like we, I feel like we've whitewashed that entire era of Major League Baseball from our minds, and we now have known steroid users going into the Hall of Fame. But arguably the greatest player in the history of the sport can't get 70% of the vote because he was the best at cheating, even though he was a Hall of Fame player before. This is, this is the only point that I will bring up, and I will maintain. I hate the Houston Astros. I enjoyed watching them lose yesterday. The notion that they were the only team that cheated is flat-out ridiculous. Now, did they go to more extreme extents than maybe some other teams? Sure. But if you firmly believe in your heart of hearts that they were the only team that cheated, God bless you, man. God bless you. And my only response is, where was that attitude 10 minutes ago of you enjoyed it as well? And I literally I, said that to open the segment. I, I gambled on the Rangers and I rooted for the Rangers. I wanted to see Bochi win. I, I think you're way wrong on this. And Swag's a Dodger fan, so maybe Swag agrees with me or you. I, I think people talk about the cheating stuff with Bonds, but I think largely if you polled Americans who love sports and watched it, he would be a Hall of Famer in 80-plus percent of that poll. That's fair. He's not a Hall of Famer. But it's it's not us. It's, not, that's the voting I know. problem. That's it's, that's like fourteen media members have allowed you to to sit here today. It's way more than that. It's well, way whatever more than it is, sure. it's it's people who are idiots who I, benefited from sure. that era, not acknowledging how great a baseball player he was, even pre getting bigger. But most of America don't let that cloud how you think people view it. I think most people think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I just I I find it funny and I chuckle from time to time when we when we scapegoat one person or one institution as if they are the only cheaters. Well, let me scapegoat them. It feels good. <laughs> it's like if somebody gets caught cheating and recruiting, are we going to believe that they're the only team that cheats? Like no. Texas A&M is the only team buying recruits. They're the only team spending money. In what do they say in college football? <laughs> you ain't cheating. You ain't trying. You ain't trying. Let's get to the dirty poll. Okay, you ready? The top 10 dirty poll. We didn't do it last week because it was unmoved. No, it was unmoved. There wasn't a lot going on. I got it on my phone, so okay. I got to pull it up here. Hold on. All right, are we ready? Yep. All right, starting at number 10. This is a weird weekend. North Carolina lost to Virginia. North Carolina was in the top 10 last week. Virginia didn't have an FBS win. No, they didn't. And I said to Swag off the air yesterday, North Carolina should be unranked this week because of that performance. Yeah, that's a little aggressive in my mind. A little aggressive. I, I would have said the same thing about Washington. <laughs> Don't lose games you to teams. You would have unranked them. Dude. You would have bumped them from the top five to unranked. You cannot lose games at <laughs> this point of the season so like to teams <laughs> that haven't beaten FBS opponents. That's embarrassing. Three losses. LSU should be ranked ahead of Washington. <laughs> sure. I don't give a crap. Uh, number 10, we'll steamroll through this thing. Number 10, Alabama continues to survive somehow, some way. This was another example this weekend. I've made the analogy multiple times. Like, at some point, you got to kill them. At some point, you got to do it. Nobody's done it yet. Uh, Alabama comes in at number 10. Tennessee had, what, a 21 to nothing lead? I don't remember what it was in that, was in that game, but they got off to a great start. 
Uh, they come in at number 10. <laughs> number 9, uh, I'm not feeling great about the way that they played this weekend, and they got to go a week without their starting quarterback, but Texas remains in the top 10. They are number 9. Uh, they, they barely beat Houston, and they got absolutely lucky. Houston got hosed on that third down spot. They should have got a fourth down or a, a first down. Caused a fourth down. They didn't end up winning the game. Number eight in the dirty polls. We move on. We got Oregon at number eight. They beat Washington State. Eh, should have covered the spread. Don't get me started on that. I'm glad I wasn't here to bemoan that crap yesterday. We mentioned it. God, that was so stupid. <laughs> we so knew that that was going to happen. They did it last year. That was No, you didn't. They should have covered the damn we spread. We literally said on air, Cam Ward, backdoor cover, it's right there. Swag talked me back into taking Washington State. <laughs> and if you run the ball on third and three, they don't cover the spread, and oh. it doesn't happen. You freaking bastards. I hate you both. Uh, Oregon is number eight. Number seven in the dirty poll moving on. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? I think I'm missing a team. I only have nine teams this week. <laughs> We're a little discombobulated. Let's just jump up to number six. Number six is Michigan. Michigan still hasn't beaten anybody. Like, beat a ranked team, beat a team with a winning record, and then talk to me. They're number six. Washington is number five. They're undefeated, and I'm not going to punish them from the loss, or the win, I should say, last week, although it felt like a loss against Arizona State. It, like, come on, score an offensive touchdown. And then the top four remains unchanged. I know not all these teams played great. Uh, Oklahoma's at number four. They were lucky, but they got a great resume so far this season. Florida State, another team that was incredibly lucky. If Riley Leonard does not get hurt in that game, I think Florida State loses at home. Uh, number two is Ohio State, and number one is Georgia. So Penn State was in the top ten. They lost. Penn State that, was in the top that's ten. That's probably the out. team you forgot to replace. I didn't replace. Well, North Carolina would have been in. I was looking. I was like, I forgot to replace them. So I don't know who to replace them with right now. Well, I would bump everybody up a notch, and you could just put Oregon State at ten. I could put Oregon State at ten. Or you go Ole Miss. I'm not going Ole Miss. The okay. team that I would Utah? Cons- I would consider Utah, but then you have the weird head-to-head thing with them and Oregon State. I'm going to leave 10 open. Okay. There's an open audition for number 10 this weekend in Tucson, Arizona. We'll see if Oregon oh. State can grab it. Oh, man. I you beat Arizona at Arizona, you're number 10. I'll give you that. It's the weirdest thing to say, like, Oregon State wins that game. I'm going to feel like they beat a top 10 team, even though Arizona's <laughs> largely unranked. What are they 4-3, and three, I think, on the year? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good. That's a feisty team, though. That's a good win. That's it's a, like Oregon responding from Washington. That's a good win against Washington State. It's a team that's above 500. That if you don't play your best, they will beat you. Yeah, exactly. Especially on the road. Uh, there we go. The dirty poll. Um, coming up next. Nobody knows what the hell's happening, and anger is everywhere. That's next on the fan. We have a lot to get to in the second hour of the show. Dirt's read from the Pac-12 weekend that was coming up at 7:15. But uh, I talked some NFL yesterday. I, You know, college was fine, but I thought the NFL was interesting as well. And um, mm-hmm. I, I've come to the conclusion the Niners lose last night, and, and really the Vikings did an exceptional job up front blocking that defensive line. Kirkers had all the time in the world. He carved him up. He just did. Dude, he was awesome last night. Kirk Cousins was terrific. You, you really could make an argument. I read this in the, uh, the Star Tribune in Minneapolis. You could make an argument that was the best game of his career. You really could. I was, I was cracking up, too, because I got a buddy who's a diehard Vikings fan who was texting me in the first half saying, you're not doing anything to help our chances at Caleb Williams or Drake May. 
And I just responded laughing and said, Kirk Cousins is playing the game of his life right now. <laughs> and all you're trying to do is replace him. You think that's going to solve your issues? Okay. I mean, I get it, but be careful what you wish for. Well, here, you said something in, to start the show, and I, I think it's a pretty spot-on analysis of sports radio and sports media in general. Because how many weeks do we pull something? Hey, this is what so-and-so said on Friday. This is what so-and-so said on Thursday. And we spray the line. We make picks. Sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we're right. I'm at a point now where I can just comfortably tell you zero people, zero. Jeff Schwartz, uh, Ryan Clark, Joe Thomas, Richard Sherman. I mean, you name anybody you want. It doesn't matter to me. None of them, zero percent of people know what the hell is going to happen in the NFL. Nobody is. I'm done acting like I know. Nobody is. I'm done pretending that I like. What? Who the hell are the Buffalo Bills? <laughs> what the hell are the Buffalo Bills? Are the Minnesota Vikings good again? Their schedule kind of lines up. Is the backup for the Chicago Bears better than the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears? I, is Brandon Staley going to get fired? Is he not going to get fired? Are the Seahawks good? I don't know. <laughs> I, the, the Steelers have an offense again? Maybe, but maybe not. Just throw it to George Pickens on every play. I, I don't know anything and nobody knows anything in the NFL and it's it's uncomfortable but it's also kind of wild and fun you know it's so funny so going back to the Oregon Washington game the the sentiment from Oregon fans coming out of that game was it's a one score game one play here one play there you get a different outcome right like that's the feeling and that's why it's so emotionally painful to lose a game like that because you were that close to winning it I thought Kirk Cousins hit the nail on the head after that game yesterday where he was asked about their season and the way that they're playing. And he said, man, this is a one-play-here-one-play-their league. You know, Minnesota is, they're now 3-4 and four on the season. You know, all four of their losses are one-possession games. They went undefeated in those spots last year, though, it's, so it's kind of like history sure, event, correcting we, itself. We all thought that that was going to even out. You're not yeah. going to win all of them. But the other reality is you're not going to lose all of them either. Like, eventually you're going to get the bounce. Minnesota largely won that game last night because they basically hit a Hail Mary at the end of the first half. I still don't know how they scored a touchdown on that play. I don't know why the 49ers called an all-out zero blitz on that play with a few seconds to go. How Ward didn't get that interception doesn't make any sense to me. But you have Addison steal the ball away. He scores a touchdown. His time basically expires. That ended up being the difference in the game. If they don't get it, they don't win. Those are the fine margins that decide NFL games. It comes down to a play here, a play there, a bounce here, a bounce there. This is a one-score league largely. Every game is is within seven points. Look at the Jags and the Saints. They had a tight end drop a ball in the back of the end zone on third down. If he catches it, you go to overtime, maybe the Saints win the game. Like this is how fine of the mar- how fine the margins are week in and week out in the NFL, and that's why nobody has a damn clue what the hell's going to happen. But I can go through every team. I can watch these these TV shows, NFL Live, with some of the best minds that cover this sport. Like Orlovsky, if he's not doing a TV radio hit right now as we talk, he's watching a film session. And these people go on TV and then end up not being correct. But I, I don't think it's for lack of trying or knowledge. Like, is Tarod Taylor better than Daniel Jones? Are they better to just start Tarod Taylor? <laughs> Probably. Are the commanders going to respond from that crap fest <laughs> and then be a good team again? Or are we back at them this weekend? Are we well, left hand up? I, I'm just saying, like, it's <laughs> Desmond Ritter, to me, looks like not a good quarterback. Nope. And they are they four won. and three. Yeah, they won this weekend. I just, I, I don't know how any, what was the Ravens-Lions game? I, I, I don't know. I, I, is Lamar the MVP? Sunday he was. I don't know if he will be the next Sunday. It's it's just, 
I like it, and I, there's an element of it that I don't. The element of it that I don't is reading and looking up numbers and seeing depth and all and listening to podcasts and feeling like I got a grasp on it and then sitting down to watch seven hours of commercial-free football and being wrong now on all of it. It's, None of it matters. It's pure chaos, week it, in and week yes, out. Yes, it is. Like, this is, we, we started with the season with a survivor pool of roughly 40 people. And the survivor pool is not that you can only pick a team once. It's just you can't pick a team back-to-back weeks. That's the only challenge until week nine. We're through week seven. There's only six people left, man. Yeah. Six. Like, that's how much chaos is I'm surprised is in this it went league. this long. Look, th- I, I think the other aspect of it is that you're going to get, throughout the course of an 18-week schedule... You're, you, I think part of the tough dilemma of figuring out what's going to happen in the NFL is who has more pressure and more of a sense of urgency. Like, I think last night was a really good example of this. The 49ers, I know they're coming off a loss against the Browns, but they're still banged up. Their best offensive lineman is out. Debo Samuel did not play in that game. Like, they're missing some really key players. That last night, if you want to really boil it down, that was Minnesota's season. Like, that's it. You fall to, what were they, 2-4 and four going in? You fall to 2-5 and five in the same division as the Lions. Like, goodbye, man. Your season's done. I don't care how manageable the rest of the year is for you. You're going to lose a couple of those games that you probably shouldn't lose. They had to win last night. Everything that they put into that game was, this is our season. This is basically an elimination game. Mm-hmm. And they played like it. They were fantastic, man. They ran the ball. They haven't been able to do that all year. Defensively, they forced Brock Purdy to throw a couple of picks. One of them wasn't great. The other one's like, ah, whatever. You're forcing it at the end of the game. Kirk Cousins was outstanding. Like they played an unbelievable football game because their season was on the line. When the reality for the 49ers is, I saw some people tweeting, What's the excuse for Brock Purdy now? Like, okay, great. Now we're doing that. Well, he's lost his last two, so we're here. Oh, God. Here we go. It's not perfect. Brock can't win. Two weeks ago, he was the MVP. Now it's, What's the excuse? This guy sucks. It was Brocktober. It's getting close to Brovember. I can't handle the overreactions in both ways. It is so stupid. Don't overreact to things in the NFL. But that that was not a game that the 49ers need to win. I know that sounds stupid, but they're going to be fine. They're going to win the division. The 49ers lose a couple of these games every, every year. Every year they lose dumb they games. They drop a couple of yep. games. You're like, how they... I remember, like, was it last year they lost at home to the Falcons? There's like a couple of those. You're just they like, lost to the Broncos team last like, year at Denver. What the hell is this? Yeah. And then you look up and they're in the NFC Championship game because they're one of the best teams in the NFL. They're going to be fine. There was just more of a sense of urgency for Minnesota last but night. But this is kind of my point, though, is it's frustrating and loud when people... People talk about Brock Purdy today, and there's a lot of that noise. Dirt, it's because we've watched him be good for so long that when he starts to be bad, we can't believe it. We're like, wait, is he not good? I thought he was really good. He's lost two games. They're not games they should have lost. No. But I think what you saw yesterday from San Francisco was, where's the area of weakness? It's depth. What's their wide receiver depth? Ayuk didn't even get the most targets. It was Jawan Jennings, mm-hmm. uh, Ray Ray McLeod, like Ray Ray McLeod. Like their wide receiver depth, not great, not not great. No, that's totally fair. M- McCaffrey, I mean, largely his whole career, he's get injured. He played yesterday, but he's got this oblique thing that he said it's kind of like a partial Kittle tear. looked a little banged up. Well, Kittle takes massive shot, hits man. every time. He's a down the middle tight end. You know what he is that Kelsey is not. He is a run down the middle, catch the ball, take a massive hit. Not, I'm going to run a, I'm going to make my own route up and just find space, get the ball and either turn and run or fall to the ground and get eight yards. Like Kelsey's really good at that, but Kittle doesn't play that way. Kittle plays like a WWE wrestler with his hair on fire. 
Yeah, I just the, the it's just hilarious to me how we know how chaotic this league can be. We know how much parody that exists. Doesn't it feel a little more chaotic? No, this than is the others. way it is. Every I year. feel like it is more chaotic. That's a caught in the moment thing, dude. This is what yeah, the NFL is. is every single season. Swag, what do you think? Is this the same usual NFL, or does it feel a little more chaotic and unpredictable? Uh, no, I think it's like this. Uh, maybe it's different teams getting caught up in different things. I mean, we're not used to the Lions being on top of the NFC North, but when the Packers ruled it forever, they would invariably go somewhere and just lay a giant egg in an inopportune time. They would randomly lose to the Lions like yeah. once a year. You'd be like, okay, yeah. well, they just can't beat the Lions that there. That doesn't make any sense. The other aspect of this, too, on the Purdy angle, it's like it's really hard to be an NFL quarterback. A very And healthy. you're not going to be perfect every single game. I know that's a shocking statement, yeah. but it's it's quite literally impossible to be perfect every single week in the NFL. Especially when you're starting left tackles out and the opposing team blitzes on every down. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I want it. Well, it's the most blitzing team in the NFL by a very wide margin, the Minnesota Vikings. I want to talk about something you put down there, and I I got another thing from the NFL that's right up our alley. We're going to relate to it a lot. Hour number two, and then we'll get Dirt's reaction from the Pac-12 weekend. Loaded second hour, Max Chadwick at 7.30. Dirt and Sprague on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 